Contreras with my my lovely co-host Adam Garcia. And yep, we're back yet again for another episode of your podcast. Yeah, I don't know how to leave. I, I thought I had something to say, but yeah. But anyway, um, okay, so, um, so if you want to know about us, some stuff happened. <laughs> um, a protest happened at first. <laughs> oh yeah, that's stupid shit. <laughs> Uh, we're not gonna tell you what happened, but it's a uh, it, but um, we'll say it's retarded. Yeah, our school is crazy. Uh, our, yeah, it's like our school is fucking like nuts and all that shit. And um, <laughs> um, if 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 you're at our school and you watch the podcast, just yeah, just don't just don't question anything. Yeah. Like we, you don't know us. You, you don't. We don't know you. <laughs> At least we don't think so. Except for that one person, Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, but yeah, let's move on and talk about sports, and then then we can go to sleep. Yeah. All right, man. We're back. Week three of the NFL season has just wrapped up. It's now time to recap it. All right. We're going to start off on Thursday night on Prime Video. It was an AFC North matchup. The Steelers and the Browns, and the Browns took it 29-17, man. I'm going to start off with the Steelers. Mitch Trubisky, well, we all know Mitch Trubisky. He's fucking shit. We all know that. And I'm surprised he only got sacked once this game. You know, considering, like, obviously Miles Garrett and the awesome D-line that the Browns have. And then fucking, um, I think Clowney is out for this game, though. Yeah, Trubisky played awful in this game. I mean, like, people are already saying go to Kenny Pickett, and, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But, you know, Mitch, you brought him in. You know he's going to be shit like this, but, yeah, fucking Steelers still brought him in. Najee played all right, I guess. Like, he had a touchdown. And then Deontay Johnson played really good. Pat Fryermuth had no catches in the first half and then had two big catches in the second half and mainly the fourth quarter. And then for the Steelers defense, I mean, Alex Highsmith is now the sack leader in the NFL. And then Miles Jack had 12 tackles, you know, all around decent game, you know. But they could not fucking stop one man, the best running back in the league, Nick Chubb. Fucking 113 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Brissett played a pretty efficient game as well. Mari Cooper at over 100. And then David Njoku played a really good game as well. You know, Browns defense, you know, besides giving up 14 in the second quarter, I mean, you shut them out in the first and the third and only gave up three in the fourth. Pretty good game from the Browns. You know, they're still going to get Deshaun Watson later in the year. So if they can at least be, like, have a decent record, you could still see the Browns sneaking into the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, all around, great game for the Browns. And now are in first place of the AFC North. All right, so so going into Thursday night, I was wondering to myself, with the quarterback battle, who who was gonna who was gonna make the most mistakes? Who who was that gonna be? Really, like, 
I don't think anyone really did make that many mistakes. So, like, it really turned out to be, like, who was going to score more. It was, like, kind of like an offensive, like, scoring game for a bit, which is kind of surprising considering the quarterbacks playing in the game were fucking Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> but, but, yeah. I got, like, for the Steelers, you got to be wondering, like, what's going to lose you the game? Like, the inefficient defense or, or Matt Canada's offense? And it was really, like, I guess more of the defense, but not really, because it's Mitch Trubisky. He didn't really help him out. And the Steelers need to throw the fucking ball more to Pickens, because Jesus fucking Christ, he had that catch. Like, you saw that shit. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, that catch was insane, man. That's why you need to throw to George Pickens, like, more. Like, like I don't know, but, like... <laughs> The Steelers, like, like offensively, were played pretty okay. I guess it's still pretty one-dimensional, in my opinion. But they played an alright game, but they but they lost at the end of the day, so it's not really gonna matter. And for the Browns, you know, the Jacoby Brissett played Jacoby Brissett played a pretty good game, which I was pretty surprised by. And and then the and then you know Nick Chubb and the, and the run game we're gonna do the, his thing, and the offense did pretty good, in my opinion. <laughs> And then for the defense, you did alright, you know, but they, I, I don't think, they didn't have one key piece, if I'm correct, right? This is for... Okay, this is for Miles Garrett. Oh. Wait, you didn't play, right? Miles Garrett, he played in this game. Clowney was out, huh? I'm, I'm actually surprised he actually played, though, honestly. But, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, then. Okay. So let's move on. Next, we got the Ravens and the Patriots. This was my one of my locks on the week. That was correct, actually. So, turns out, I accidentally said I locked three, and I locked four, so I'm very sorry. But, yeah, this was one of my locks that got right, though. Ravens won 37-26. Lamar is, without a doubt, the leader for MVP right now. He played great, throwing four touchdowns and also over 100 yards running the ball with another touchdown. He had five total. Ravens just, you know, ran all over the Patriots in this game. They didn't have to throw the ball too much with Lamar. You know, Justice Hill was able to do good. J.K. Dobbins played all right in his season debut. But Mark Andrews had two touchdowns, man. Devin Duvernay has been playing really good. And then there's the rookie tight end, Josh Oliver, with the other one. Bateman had a fumble, though. And then Ravens defense, he got three interceptions on Mac Jones. I mean, 26 points is a decent amount of points, but he had three interceptions in this game on Mac Jones, who doesn't throw too many interceptions. But Mac, I'm really worried about Mac Jones when we talk about him. Like, Mac in this game, obviously, like I said, three picks. He had over 300 yards, but... Yeah, really bad game from Mac. And it turns out he got injured at the end of this game. And it looks like he's going to be out for a while, actually. And he's going to miss a couple games. So Brian Hoyer will be the starting quarterback for the Patriots. So that's not going to go fucking well for them. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris split carries. Both did pretty all right. And Devontae Parker fucking broke out in this game. He went for five catches and 156 yards. He had a great game. You know, the Patriots fumbled three times, lost one of them. 
And then the defense for the Patriots, obviously it's not the defense from last year. And, you know, with the losses of J.C. Jackson and Mike Kyle Noy and those guys, you gave up 37 to the Ravens. You know, Lamar played outstanding and not great for the defense, the Patriots. And now you lose your starting quarterback, who wasn't playing good, but now you're down to fucking Brian Hoyer, who you're going to have to throw in for the next couple games, probably. So, now uh, Ravens get the win and are tied for first place in the North with the Browns. So, the Ravens are coming off of <laughs> a, ch- a choke, and, you know, and they responded pretty well, actually. They scored a lot of points. Their defense allowed 26, so it's not... So it's not really that. It's not, it's not that good in terms of points, but they did force three turnovers, so that's good. Like Lamar had a pretty good game as well. A pretty good game as well, rushing the ball as well. It's like Lamar did his own thing. Like Patriots were blitzing him, and he was taking those openings from those blitzes. Like, but like yeah, how he didn't do it last year. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. But, <laughs> but the Ravens' offense did pretty good today. It was literally carried by Lamar. Like literally. Like and just. It, it was just all Lamar, really. And then Mark Andrews had a good game as well. And for the Patriots side, <laughs> Mac Jones threw three, threw three interceptions. Not good. That's just not good. Not this, That's just not good for Mac Jones, especially since he, he doesn't throw a lot of those, just even in college or even in high school in general. Like, he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. He's more of like a, he's an accurate quarterback, so... He just takes a check down, so that's really shocking for him. And plus, fortunately, he got injured. Praise for him. He's gonna be out, and then, and then Brian Hoyer come, is gonna come in for his fifth stint as the Patriots quarterback. Fifth stint, fifth time, fifth time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, Patriots offense did. They did okay, in my opinion. Like they scored twenty, they scored twenty six, which is which is good, but it didn't get them to win at the end of the day. And Patriots events did fucking atrocious, holy shit! But yeah, um, the Ravens right now are looking pretty good right now, but but I don't know about the about their defense. I'm kind of worried about them, but yeah, secondary especially. All right, man, we're moving on. Chiefs and the Colts and. One of the biggest upsets of the week. The Colts beat the Chiefs 20-17. to Patrick Mahomes, uh, without a doubt, his worst game of the season. But, you know, the Chiefs just couldn't move the ball in the second half, especially. Like, they got shut out in the fourth, held to three in the third quarter. And then, um, obviously, their kicker, who they just cut, like... I'm trying to find a fuck. Yeah, Amendola. Right, Matt Amendola. Yeah, he missed the extra point, missed a field goal. So they cut him and they brought in, I think it was like uh, Matthew Wright, I'm pretty sure. The former Jaguars court, uh, fucking kicker, sorry. And then, yeah. So Mahomes was actually the leading rusher for the Chiefs as well. It's, that's really bad. They could not run the ball on the Colts at all. Juju, pretty good game. Travis Kelsey had the touchdown. You know, Sky Moore had the fumble as well. Isaiah Pacheco had one. And then, you know, the defense. It's an all-around decent game for the defense. So the Chiefs, they've been playing pretty good this year. You know, really shocking to me. And then, like, you held Jonathan Taylor in check. 
for the whole game. You know, Matt Ryan couldn't do anything throughout the game. Basically, they their offense really couldn't do anything. And, you know, besides those two touchdowns from Matt Ryan. But, like, other than that, like, he got five sacks on him. And then, you know, the defense played really good. I said Jonathan Taylor was fucking held in check. There's the return of Michael Pittman, and they missed him in last week's game when they got shut out by the Jaguars. He's the team's leading receiver. He showed that in this game, 72 yards in this. Matt Ryan fumbled twice and lost one of them. And then the defense for the Colts, I mean, you got to shout him out. He held the Chiefs to 17 points, three total points in, in the second half. You know, great job from the Colts' defense, and that's still without Shaquille Leonard, which I don't know when he's coming back at this point. So, great game from the Colts, and you managed to beat arguably a top-five team in the NFL. So, yeah, the Chiefs, like, this was a really shocking loss, as you know. I think I don't know. If, I don't know if you did. I don't think you did. But th- that was one of my locks here last week. And if, and if you guys care about it at all, I went one and two with my locks. So pretty bad week for me. But we'll, we'll get. We'll get. We'll get. We'll. We'll. we'll <laughs> okay, we'll get it better. Yeah. Okay. But seriously, though, the Chiefs, you know, coming come off of a win, you know. Again, hard fought win against the Chargers, so they come, they're going to go into Indy and they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. And that's what they really did. Like, all, like I like I saw like Mahomes and BME arguing like during the game, which is not good at all. Not good. Mahomes like he did decent, I guess, but not to to the standard. I I, I guess I would want him to. And I don't know why you're laughing that Mahomes is leading rushing. I don't know why you're laughing about that. Clyde what? had seven carries for zero yards. That's why I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> do you hate Clyde? No, it's just, how do you have seven carries for zero yards? <laughs> yeah. but like, the Chiefs offense, like, it, like I don't think it, it was... It was disappointing, especially since, like, I don't think Darius Leonard... Well, sorry. To kill Leonard played, right? I don't think he played. Right. Yes, yeah. no. No, he did not. I'm sorry. So like, it's like it's really disappointing, especially since like like Shaquille Leonard didn't play. Like they're really missing him last week for like the past two weeks actually. But their defense rallied and held held like one of the best offenses like to, to 17 points, which is pretty good in my opinion. And I guess it's really disappointing for the Chiefs. Really, that's. Hopefully they'll do better next week, but I, I I know they will. But yeah, and for the cold side, Matt, dude, you did jack shit until until like for until like two drives, like really got sacked a bunch, fumbled, like it was not it, it was not a good game. It was not a fun one for Matt Ryan, really. You know he did get two touchdowns, so it looks like he had a decent game. Uh, and for and for the rest of the offense, eh, like it, it didn't do like that. In the like it didn't do like that good. Like nothing like really like pops out really. Like in, like from my memory at least. But all I can remember that is that like it was just really shocking. Really, that that the Colts who are who tied with the Texans and got shut out by the Jaguars, but they can beat but they beat the Chiefs. It's just confusing, really. It, it just doesn't make sense. But that's why football is football, you know. But Colts win, 
And yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> any given team can win any Sunday, man. Yeah. So yeah, for my loss as well, um, I I made four, and I thought I made only three, but yeah, I made four. I went two for two on that shit. We'll discuss our our ones later. So yeah, next NFC South. The Panthers against the Saints. Oh, fucking shit, man. Oh, man. The Panthers fucking won this game somehow against the Saints. Jameis played like shit again. Like how he's been playing all year. Uh, Two picks for him. Horrible, horrible game. Alvin Kamara can still not run the ball at all. Mark Ingram had a touchdown. Chris Olave and Traquan Smith both had over 100 yards. Chris Olave had 147. Monster game from him. Michael Thomas really didn't do too much this game. Marcus Callaway had the other touchdown. Winston fumbled twice. Thankfully, he didn't lose any. And then Kamara fumbled at the start of the game. That was picked up for a return six. You know, and then... Panther side, Baker's still fucking awful, but he's fucking won this game. Like, oh man. Baker, I mean, he's completing less than 50% of his passes. You know, he had less than 150, no, no, sorry, he had 170 yards, I'm sorry. McCaffrey still looks like, honestly, he might be back, even though he was on the injury report today. But you went over 100 in this game. LaVisca Chenault had 90 yards and a touchdown. Great game from him. But other than that, um, I don't see too much. I just see the Panthers' defense playing really good against the Saints. Because Derek Brown had a fucking interception. And then shout out J.C. Horn with the other one as well. Yeah, this was a defensive battle. The Saints were held scoreless through three quarters until the fourth quarter. And that's when they scored their 14. It was too little, too late, and the Panthers took the double in this one, fucking somehow. So, the Saints coming off a disappointing loss, you know. And okay, I want to be, I want to be fair to Jameis. He wasn't one hundred percent healthy. He wasn't like one hundred percent. Like he had like a back injury that he was playing with. If I'm correct about that. Apparently, he has like a broken back and like an ankle or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, like James was not like was not 100% healthy, so I don't think he should have played, but he did, and and this is what it turned out to be. You don't score until the fourth quarter, really. Like that's that's how it goes sometimes. Like if you don't, like you got like you got to treat like your health and body becomes like his first over football. Like I get I get you trying to show you're tough and like trying to get you trying to rally your team, trying to be a leader to get wins, but. You, you, at the end of the day, you're like it's your health, it's your health and body. Like you, you, you got to sit out, really, in my opinion. And Jameson played too well, and I think Alan Camaro was also hurt as well. If I'm correct again. Oh, thank you. It's hurt. I, I swear, I swear, I swear, you hurt. But I, I know he missed like uh, last week. Like he missed the week two game. Yeah, but like okay. Like, Alan didn't do, like, that good, really. This is the point. It was disappointing, really. Like, Russian didn't do that good. Receivers went off, though. Like, Chris Olave had an amazing, amazing game. Like, that was, that was impressive. 
like he really overshadowed my, Michael Thomas and the Saints defense. Like you know, you, you I think you did it. I think you did okay, considering that you lost. Like you held them to twenty two, kept it manageable for most of the game. Like that's really all you can do if you're behind. That's really all you can ask for if you're behind. Really, like the bare minimum at least. And like, and for the Panthers, like, and Adam, let, let me say this, all right. <laughs> Baker Ma- Baker Mayfield won this game, completing twelve passes. Yeah, <laughs> that's more than Justin Fields, though, at least. Oh yeah. Anyway, Baker Baker had to knock. I didn't didn't do good. I'm sorry, he didn't do good. <laughs> it was not good. For Baker, really, he didn't do that. He didn't really do that good. Chris McCaffrey had a good game, and then like, and then Levisca Chanel has that long touchdown where where the where the fucking commentary con- was like hostile Levisca, because because get it, haha, uh-huh, funny, haha, uh-huh. yeah, and then for the de- and then for the Panthers defense, you did pretty fucking good, really, you did pretty good, and like you should you should, you should give yourselves a pat on the back right there for your performance against the Saints, who are considered a playoff team, so. The like in Panthers, Panthers defense. You did pretty good, and that's really it. I might be out on the Saints too. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I mean, good. I hope they do bad. We, the Eagles have their pick. Oh yeah, that's right. All right, next game. We're moving on to arguably the two worst teams in the league, but yet one team is two and one. The Bears defeat the Texans twenty-three to twenty. Davis Mills looking shit, throwing that interception at the end of the game to cost the Texans. Oh, man, dude. This was such a fucking horrible game to watch. If you were like me and watched this game, oh, man. This was so abysmal to watch. You know, they could not fucking run the ball at all. Damian Pierce, like, he did all right. You know, Uh, and then the receivers... You know, I mean, Brandon Cooks only at 22 yards. The leading receiver was Chris Moore. You know, that's the Texans receivers for you. Davis Mills again, shit. Two fumbles for Damian Pierce, but he didn't lose any. And then the defense for the Texans, I mean, no, it's just not good. But you went against Justin Fields, who only completed eight passes, man. He only completed eight passes. I think this was arguably the worst game of his career. Like, he played so bad in this game. I mean, he underperformed Davis Mills, played horrible as well. Like, he had no touchdowns. He had two interceptions. But the reason the Bears won this game is the fucking run game. And that was when David Montgomery went down with the injury. Khalil Herbert, the backup running back, stepping in. And he went fucking off in this game. 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Justin Fields utilized his legs a little bit. But it was mainly all Khalil Herbert. He went fucking off. They said Cole Komet, 40 yards receiving, was the Bears' leading receiver. No touchdowns for them because Fields just doesn't fucking throw touchdowns. And then Fields also fumbled twice. But he didn't lose any. And then the Bears defense, I mean, good. You held the Texans to 20 points. Like, yeah, yeah, like, whatever, you know. Roquan Smith had 16 tackles, though. Very good game from him. And he also had the interception at the end of the game. And then uh, Eddie Jackson, apparently, 
the Bears are 12 and 0 when Eddie Jackson has an interception. So, is that? Yeah, you know, this was such a boring game to watch. I'm sorry if you had to watch this like myself. Yeah, I just feel really bad for you. But yeah, Justin Fields wins another game without completing over 10 passes. This is this was like. I think like if you this was this was a fun game to watch if you like turn your brain off. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like you just turn your brain off, like you, you had you have a, a, two, a couple too many drinks and then you're drunk. This might be an actual fun or if you're high or something, like this is probably a fun game for you to watch. <laughs> but like anyway. Davis Mills, you did you did shit. Like com- like you completed like more passes than Justin Fields by a lot by a mile and you still lost. Davis did not do good. Like it, it, it was really disappointing because it's the fucking Bears defense. Although, although Jaquan Brisker, uh, he, he is playing pretty well. I'll say that. But Dave, but Davis Mills did fucking terrible, atrocious. It was just not good. It was not a good day for him. Really, it was, it was not good. Damian Pierce did okay. I guess I don't know. Uh, and then receivers, I don't, I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> And then, and then the Texans defense. I don't want to talk about you either. I'm gonna go. And then for the Bears, um, <laughs> Justin Fields. You can't like this man. I swear, Justin Fields is like probably the only guy in NFL history, and I'm gonna say it, like probably forever is like is gonna win like probably like two games with it, like 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 complaining like less than ten, ten passes. Like Jesus. So I saw this stat. I don't know if it's true or not. Apparently, Justin Fields has the lowest passing yards in three games and since 1970. I mean, shit. I mean, like, if he's if he, I mean, like, if he's throwing like a little over a hundred yards a game, he has 297 on the year. <laughs> like, Davis I'm sorry. almost had that in this game. I'm sorry, but, like, I think it's time to, like, you know, like, maybe, like, I think it's time to maybe sound off the alarms for Justin Fields. I don't know. Ooh. Like, what? Come on. Like, like, like I get it. He has a bad offensive line, and he has no receivers or nothing at all or, or a coach either. But, like, come on. Come on. You can't. You got to at least complete 10 passes. That's a little concerning. Like, come on, man! Like, like, I, I, it's just—it doesn't make sense, really. Like, I, feel, I feel like any any quarterback, like, 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 when no matter how bad their like their shit is, like, like you can they can still at least complete ten passes. Like Carson Wentz, like in twenty twenty, like, like he he was shit, and the offensive line was falling apart, and then like receivers were non-existent. Getting injured, he still completed ten passes. Like Davis Mills completed ten passes. Like, <laughs> like, like, like Jacoby Brissett did that as well. Like Mr. Bisky did that as well. Like Joe Flacco, Joe fucking Flacco in twenty twenty two completed complete more passes than Justin Fields did. Cooper Rush. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> I got this kid, but like, but yeah, Cooper Rush did that too. But like, 
I think it's time to like start sounding off the alarms on Justin Fields. Like, like I, I don't know if it's because of Matt Eberflus' system, or, like, like I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. But I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know. I don't even know who their offensive coordinator is. Yeah, I have no idea either. Like, I don't know if it's I, I don't know if it's a system or or if it's Justin Fields that bad being that bad, but like I don't know. Like, come on, you got at least complete ten passes. But anyway, Khalil Herbert, you did, you did amazing, and then and then for the Bears defense, you deserve a pat on the back because you clinched the game. Really, that's it. Really, Bears, you you get you get a cookie. Their offensive coordinator is Luke Getzey. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea who this is, dude. Who the fuck is this? Oh my god. I'm sorry, we're gonna take a slight detour to this original research. He spent the last three seasons as the Packers quarterback coach while also serving as Green Bay's passing game coordinator. Not gonna lie, I'm not gonna trust anyone that comes that comes out of Green Bay offensively because cause look at Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah, I mean, got a point there. He's looked fucking bad. Maybe he's another Aaron Rodgers merchant. Like I don't know. Probably, cause shit, man, the offense looks bad. <laughs> All right, yeah. Sorry, we had to take that slight detour to research who Luke, who Luke, um, what's his last name? Getsy. Getsy is. All right. So this was many people's game of the week. In this one. An AFC West matchup, sorry, AFC East matchup between the 2-0 Bills against the 2-0 Dolphins. And it was the Dolphins that came out on top 21-19 over arguably the Super Bowl favorites in a lot of people's eyes. I'm pretty sure ours as well. But Josh Allen had a fucking good game as always. You know, Josh Allen, 400 yards and two touchdowns and then running for 47 more. I mean, you know, despite the stats, he did miss some throws that Josh Allen would typically not miss. And I was really shocked to see that. I don't think Josh Allen's ever going to miss those throws again because I just don't see Josh Allen missing those throws again. Yeah, I mean, other than that, he played really good. You know, running the ball, they really couldn't run the ball too much on the Dolphins. Receiving-wise, I mean, Diggs, like, he didn't get the touchdown this week. He didn't even go over 100 yards. He only only had 74. And then Devin Singletary had a career game receiving-wise. You know, they checked it down to him a lot. 78 yards and a touchdown. McKenzie at the other. You know, Josh Allen fumbling three times, like, you know, there's like the thing right there. The Bills, you know, they're injured everywhere, you know. The offensive line, like Mitch Morris got hurt in this game. Like almost everyone on that offensive line is injured for the Bills. And then the defense, like Micah Hyde is out for the year. A bunch of players on defense for the Bills are injured. They're basically playing third stringers out there and yet only gave up 21 of the Dolphins. So I'm actually going to say they played pretty well in this game. You know, they got that uh, special play that I'm going to mention when I'm talking about the Dolphins. Tua played in this game, and he actually got injured in the second quarter. He left, and they found out it was actually a back problem, not a concussion. 
So Teddy Bridgewater came in for two plays, and uh, yeah, he went over two. He was really bad. But yeah, Tua came back in the game in the third and fourth quarter, and you know he was all right. Like it was Tua's worst game of the season so far. But you know Waddle still went over a hundred. Tyreek Hill was fucking locked down in this game. Like he only had two catches in this game. They can't run the ball for shit. Even though they signed Edmonds and Mostert, like, they can't run the ball. And then fumbles-wise, Melvin Ingram grabbed a fumble from Josh Allen. And then defense, gotta give fucking credit to the defense. Sean Baker led him in tackles. And then Javon Holland, he had the two QB hits. He had the he had a one and a half sacks. Melvin Ingram had two sacks. You know, they really got to Josh Allen and the depleted offensive line for the Bills, and then, you know, they were just able to get a lot of pressure on him, man. I mean, the injured offensive line couldn't do anything about it. it. Made Melvin Ingram look fucking awesome in this game. And then the Dolphins are now one of the two remaining teams that are undefeated and now sit up top at the AFC at 3-0. So... I, I didn't have this as my game of the week. We'll talk about that later, brother. But um, the, the Bills versus Dolphins, I thought it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be more high scoring because like you know how, because you know the off how good these offense, yeah. <laughs> so so let's get into this. Josh Allen, you had an amazing game. Like like come on. And I'm just gonna say this right now. The Bills literally would have fucking won if if they had better luck. Or, or if the weather was different. Like, you have to agree with that. Uh, I, I think if they didn't have as much injuries... I don't... Like, com- like, like, that weather was, like, completely shit for them. Like, the players having cramps, like, fun digs. I don't, I don't think it was, was, like, wasn't playing, like, certain plays in that final drive because of cramps. Mm-hmm. Like... I, I just I literally think it, like and under under like different circumstances they probably could have won this game. Josh also threw the ball sixty three times as well. That's a lot. Yeah, especially for like any quarterback. In that heat, yeah. Yeah, that that that's just that, that's just a lot, but that's what he does, and he still looks pretty good doing it. Not gonna lie. That but he like. Is. Like, the time of possession, I'm pretty sure, was, like, 40 minutes to the Bills. And the Dolphins only had it for, like, 20 minutes, but yet they won the game. Kind of reminds, It kind of reminds you of the 1990 Super, Super Bowl. Giants, Bills, basically, just like, keep away from them. <laughs> but, yeah. But the offense, you, you know, for what they did, I think they did pretty good. Like, you know, like, Josh Allen, you know, was going to do his thing, you know. He, did, he still did his thing. Offense, like you know, like still did, did their thing as well. It's fun, a little disappointing, but it's okay. <laughs> and then defense, you, you you guys did pretty good as well. You held the Dolphins to twenty one, but it's two us, so I don't know if it's that good. <laughs> but yeah, like the Bills, you you would have won this game if you had like a little bit better luck or or, or different weather, really. I, I and like I don't know about you, Adam, but like I still think the Bills are the better team, even though they didn't lose. I agree. But for two in the bit, oh, shut up. <laughs> for two in the Dolphins, you know, two played. You did not play good. You literally did not play good. But he, hey, but hey, you can play more past the Justin Fields. 
just barely though. But Matua didn't play good, but he was he was knocked out. I think but he was knocked out of the game for a bit because he got a concussion. But and then they they gave him some aspirin, I think. And then he came back in the game and led them to the led them to the game winning drive. Really, like <laughs> I, I got to apply that. I got I got to apply that at least, even though he did complete. 13 but anyway the offense like a little, a little disappointing though really a little disappointing but like against like against like the bills defense who was injured to all to all hell like micah hides out for the year like jordan poyer i don't think played this game if i'm correct no he did not like they're like their secondary x is completely like fucked i think Kyrie elam's their number one quarter right now i i think teron johnson's the number one like, and then Kyrie. Yeah, then Kyrie had two. Yeah, but like their defense is injured to hell. Hell, like from defensive line to linebacker to secondary, just every everywhere. And they only held you to twenty one. So the pretty good defense, but pretty good for the Bills. And not not so great for the Dolphins. But you still won this game, literally off the of weather. But yeah, I got I got to applaud you though. <laughs> this offense was just was disappointing to me at least, but the. But the the Dolphins defense, I don't know how he did okay. He's concerned he held them to nineteen points, but the Bills never really had the ball for it from for portions of the game. So I don't know. But yeah, the, the Dolphins. Congrats on being three and zero. But there's one team that's three and zero that is better. Oh my God! All what? right, all right. Next NFC North matchup. The Lions and the Vikings. The Lions had this game won, but the Vikings, scoring 14 in the fourth quarter, were able to come back and win this game, 28 to 24. Jared Goff is back to the Jared Goff we all know. Pretty bad, pretty bad game from him. You know, Jamal Williams taking the load of the carries because DeAndre Swift got hurt in this game. He had, he had a great game with Jamal Williams. 87 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Reynolds, shout out him. 96. Amaron, it's his worst game of the season, but still pretty all right with 73 yards. You know, defensively, you were doing fine. Like, you held him scoreless in the first and the third quarter. In the second and fourth, you gave up 14 each. And then you let them come back and win. So I'm blaming the defense a little bit more than the offense. And then Minnesota, Kirk Cousins played an efficient game. He wasn't looking fucking good until that fourth quarter drive where he found a wide open KJ Osborne to win the game. Yeah, KJ Osborne, good game from him. And Thielen had the other touchdown. Justin Jefferson got locked the fuck up by Jeff Okuda. I never thought I would say those words ever in my life. And then Dalvin Cook. He had 96 yards and a touchdown. Great game from him. Madison also had one. It was a great game from Dalvin Cook. You know he did fumble. And then, of course, Jalen Rager fumbled. <laughs> Defensively, for the Vikings, you know what I mean? 24 points, it's all right. You held him scoreless in the fourth quarter, so I'll give you that credit. You held him scoreless in the fourth. You know, through the first three, it wasn't looking too good. But you did get the interception on golf. You were able to come back and win this game. And now you're sitting up top in the NFC North right now. Number one place in the division. 
so you know, so, so Lions, Lions, um, Vikings game. It was honestly more exciting than I thought it would be. I thought I thought it'd be like kind of close, but like not really. But but the Vikings were were gonna keep it like at two possessions, really. But Lions catch up and like, okay, Lions like caught up really for most of them, man. You gotta plot them for that, really. <laughs> Like, um, Lions right now, like, are doing pretty good in terms of offense. Like, just if you just look past Jared Goff. But, yeah, like, um, Jared Goff, you had, it was a decent game from him. I'll say that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jared Goff did okay. Like, the off- the offense, like, did, the offense, like, you know, you know, for being the Lions, I'll say you did pretty good. Like, Amon, like, Amonra had a, had a decent game. Josh Reynolds had like, I had an amazing game. Shout out to him. But, like, really, like, the offense, like, it was, they did all the right things for the, they put them in the position to win. But their fucking defense, like, co- like cost them the game. And also, Austin Seifert. Uh, also, him as well. That's right. But, but yeah, the offense, like, they did everything right to win. So, I'm not, I'm not gonna, give too much hate on the offense like like there, there's no point to but the defense turned back into the usual old lions like they were winning up by 10 then you choke the game away this is disappointing stuff all around for for the lions defense which should be better but it's it, it's just really disappointing. I, I don't know. And also, Austin Cyber, you you contributed that to that as well. And then Kirk Cousins, he had the usual Kirk Cousins game, which is usually play like dog shit and and ha- and have the Vikings fans like on a roller coaster ride until the fourth quarter where they're where they're, where they're down, and then he leads them back. Like that, that's the Kirk Cousins. That's like that's one of the three cycles of Kirk Cousins. He plays like dog shit. He plays good, plays good, or he, or he has or makes you play like or puts you on a roller coaster. Like that's really the three cycles of Kirk Cousins. Really, you did dog shit, Kirk Cousins. I don't, I don't care if it says you, if it, if the stats say you threw two touchdowns, no interceptions, like dog shit. Like really. <sighs> and then also Dalvin Cook got injured as well during the game. Yeah, he's like, out for day to day, I think. Yeah, Dalvin Cook got injured. He was out for the game, so Madison helped them put them into that position, and then they got on the final drive where KJ Osborne was was wide open. I forgot who who it was that they burned. Probably a money or, or, or probably a money or a warrior. I don't know. But he burned whoever was defending them, and that got the touchdown. And that's game over right there. Like. This is game over. Like, good job for for the Vikings offense for coming back, but Jesus Christ, you should not do that. That's just disappointing, really. But hey, you got the win at least, so it's good. All right, man. We're going to your game next. The other three and O team remaining in the NFL this season. The Eagles beat the Commanders twenty four to eight. Jalen Hurts, I take it back. Uh, this was his best career passing game from him, in my opinion. He didn't throw a pick in this game. I mean, Jalen Hurts, 340 yards passing, three touchdowns, add on an extra 20 running the ball. And he actually didn't run the ball too much in this game. Miles Sanders, the Eagles couldn't run it too much. You know, Miles Sanders kind of got held in check in this game. But, I mean, when you're fucking 
wide receiver Devontae Smith has 170 yards receiving. I mean, you don't have to fucking run the ball. Hurts threw it 35 times and only completed 22 passes. So, yeah. But AJ Brown still had the touchdown as well. Dallas Goddard had the other Devontae Smith fucking monster game from him. And then, you know, defensive-wise, only gave up eight points in total. Great job from the defense. You're able to get a fumble recovery on one of two of Wentz's fumbles, I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah, defensively again, great job from them. Jordan Davis, I see, actually fucking played in this game. And then, commander side, Wentz, fucking awful. I mean fucking shit, man. Going against your old team. Can't do shit. They don't put up points till the fourth quarter. Fumbles twice. Antonio Gibson was awful. He had the lone touchdown in this game. And then Terry McLaurin went over 100 yards. Curtis Samuel didn't have the two games that he had earlier in the season. Defensively, I mean, I'll give the commanders this. Okay, the Eagles scored all 24 points in the second quarter. This was this is a fucking boring game to watch. They literally just scored in two quarters. So it was fucking torture and boring to watch this game. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the Eagles still won it. Commanders, uh, Dallas plays y'all next week. And oh man, y'all look shit. But yeah, like defensively for the commanders bad very bad even though you held them scoreless through three quarters you the one fucking quarter you gave up 24 points so very very bad okay and i'm hearing a fucking sound in my house so i'm gonna let you discuss though but i will be back all right very good but i'm letting you take over all right right, when you come back tell me for good all right but anyway but anyway all right so the so the philadelphia eagles you know Coming off of, of an amazing statement win over the Minnesota Vikings, like before that game, coming off an coming off of an amazing win over the Packers, like killing the Packers, and then the Eagles, and then the Eagles come in, and then the Vikings come in to to Philadelphia. We the Eagles kill them. We go here and and go against the Commanders, going against Carson Wentz, and and I just can't wait for that game in Philly. But anyway. Jalen Hurts played played pretty fucking good. And are are you good? Yeah, I'm good now. I fucking found out it was the old ass fucking wa- uh, dryer that we have. Exactly. Yeah, it's making a shit ton of noise. I'm sorry if that picked up in the in the thing. Yeah, at it, all. it did. I, it did in the background. I was like, what the hell is that? Sound? Ah, I'm so sorry about that. Nah, it's fine. But anyway, Jalen Hurts had a pretty fucking good game. Like, you, you have to like. Like that was pretty good. Like, it, it was fun to watch. I, I think, like, I think we're seeing a lot of growth from Jalen Hurts, and I think you can, like, I think you can put him into like that, like that MVP conversation. I'm not, I'm not gonna say he is the MVP because I think it's Lamar right now, like pretty clearly. But I think he's in, like, I think he should be like in the discussion at least, in my opinion. But Miles Sanders didn't do shit really. <laughs> Like we didn't run the ball really, but or when we did, it didn't go anywhere. But hey, but hey, Hurst did pretty good passing, so that's good at least. And Devontae Smith, a hundred and sixty-nine yards. That's a nice number with a touchdown as well. That's just amazing. AJ Brown also got a touchdown. Had a pretty good game. Dallas Goddard also had got one as well. Offense did pretty fucking well. 
like Jesus Christ, and we brought and we brought the Batman cape for whatever reason. I don't know what that I don't know what that is for. I guess we're trying to bring back college vibe. I guess I don't know. And and then for the defense, they did pretty fucking good holding holding Carson Wentz in check, either holding the ball too long and getting sacked, or or just throw, throwing the ball and just not completing it really. And let me talk about this Eagles defensive line, Adam. Nine sacks, right? Yes, nine fucking sacks. Nine. That's unbelievable. Like nine fucking sacks. I and I believe like six of them were in the first when the first half. Yeah, and fucking like four of them were in the first twelve minutes of the game. <laughs> but can I also add that, like, I actually thought Washington's like offensive line isn't like, the worst in the league. Like, I would probably take them over, like, the Giants offensive line. So, which makes it even more impressive to me. Yeah, but, like, yeah. But, like, I don't, but, like, you also gotta ask the question of, like, how much of that was the offensive line and and how much of that was Carson with holding the ball too long? Yeah. But, like, yeah. Pre, it was a pre- Fucking amazing game from the Eagles defensive line. Like it's nine sacks, you deserve a round of applause for that. You deserve a pat on the back, like anything, really. And then, and then for the for the for the rest of the defense, linebackers Kaiser White and and TJ Edwards did their thing, you know. And then, and then secondary just didn't allow a touchdown. Well, allowed one touchdown, but it was garbage time, so it really didn't matter. So 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 like yeah. And then for the commander side, Carson Wentz, he played like dog shit. Like, you held the ball too long, you got, you got sacked, you fumbled. Like, it was just not a fun day for Carson Wentz. And I can't wait for that game in Philly. Wait for the... Actually, I don't know if he should get booed, but I don't think he should be still. But. Oh, he's going to get fucking booed. Fucking believe me. I don't, like, I don't believe he should be booed because, like, there would, be, there would be no Super Bowl without him. I think you can agree with that. Yeah, but those fans, you know, he's gonna be booed. I I don't think Carson or Doug should be booed, but I, but I I think they are, and I'm just, I think the game's in Philly. I don't I'm not sure. You can check that if you want for Jacksonville. Yeah. Next week. That's what yeah. I thought. I'm pretty sure it's in Philly. Yes, it is in Philly. Yeah, but anyway, Antonio Gibson didn't do shit really. Like it was really garbage time with that touchdown. Terry had that one big catch. That was that was really I think one or two um, two big catches really, but that was against a, 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 like a, a hurt Slay with you know the hip injury, so he's not 100. percent So I'm like, eh. and then Washington defense you play like shit because you <laughs> you play like shit, and and um Wild Goose over here kept committing penalties. I forgot his first name, but like yeah, they kept committing penalties specifically Wild Goose. But yeah, pretty amazing game for for the Eagles, and right now it's sitting on top in the NFC. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy about that. Them and the Dolphins, the only two remaining undefeated teams. Let's move on next. We got the Bengals and the Jets. All right. The Bengals absolutely destroyed the Jets, 27-12. This was one of my other locks, and this is the other one I got correct. I had the Bengals over the Jets. Joe Burrow actually looked like himself. He got sacked twice, but he played a really good game. 
Joe Mixon could not fucking run the ball at all. Samaj P. Ryan actually outran him and had a way better game than he did. Tyler Boyd had went over 100. He had 56 yard touchdown. Great, great job after the catch from him. Jamar Chase had a touchdown as well. And then Samaj P. Ryan receiving as well. Fumbles wise, they were able to get two from Joe Flacco's three. So they were able to make Joe Flacco force uh, the ball on the ground three times, and they were able to get two of them. And then defensively, great job. Great job, even though it's against the Jets. You know, only gave up 12 points. Great job from the Bengals. These are the AFC champions that we saw from last year. That is the defense that we saw help guide the Bengals in the playoffs last year. Great job from the Bengals all around. And then... For the Jets, Joe Flacco is still fucking throwing the ball over 50 times. What are we? What are you doing, man? This is his last game starting, though. Officially, Zach Wilson should be back next week for their game, and then Joe Flacco to go out. I mean, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Like bad, really bad. And he got sacked four times. Brees Hall and Michael Carter both had 39 rushing yards, and Brees Hall had three less carries. They just don't run the ball. I don't get it. They don't run the ball at all, yet they drafted a running back and still have Michael Carter. But their tight end, Tyler Conklin, had a pretty good game. I mean, that's it for them. Garrett Wilson, I guess you can say at 60 yards, that's it. Defensively, held them scoreless in the fourth quarter, but the game was over from there. So, you know, giving up 27, especially to a team that lost to Cooper Rush and the Steelers. Uh... You know, pretty bad, but, you know, it's the Jets' defense. So, yeah, the Bengals looking to get back on track, and maybe maybe this game proves it. I don't know. Again, it was against the Jets. But, yeah, anyway, they looked pretty good in this game. So the, <clears throat> so, so the Bengals are, co- are are coming off a disappointing loss to the Cooper Rush Cowboys. So they need, they need, they need a win. They definitely need a win, so they don't go 0-3, and they need a win to, you know, get their confidence back. So, because right now, the Bengals, before this game, look like they're going through a Super Bowl hangover, because they're going 0-2, losing in an embarrassing fashion to both team, to both those teams, and they, they need a win desperately. Like, I think you, you could agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, so the... And they got the perfect opponent for that. They got the New York Jets. So what does Joe Burrow do? He throws three touchdowns. Pretty good game. But like Joe Burrow was always saw in the playoffs last year. Like like pretty good game. Then pretty good game for the offense. Like Tyler Boyd did pretty good with that long touchdown. Jamar Coleman as well. Um they didn't really run the ball that much, but they don't need to. But but their offense like played play pretty good and and was their best performance on offense this, this year really and that's pretty good. Their defense did amazing as well, holding the Joe Flacco Jets in check, which you should really. They got two they got two interceptions as well. Pretty good job for them. So so yeah, good, good job for the Bengals. And I'm moving on to the Jets now. Why is why in 2022 are you, is Joe Flacco throwing 50 times? Like why? <laughs> and plus, like I and plus, I thought Michael Carter. And plus, like you and, and like Adam, as you say, like you, they don't run the ball, which I could have sworn. Like I saw like a report like from the beginning of the season 
saying that Michael Carter, M- Michael Carter, and the running in the running game was going to be a focal point for the offense. Yeah. Like it doesn't look like it. Like, like if you had Joe Flacco here, like it would make more sense to, to like, um, run the ball to to lead the game to one to win the game rushing. And take and try to take the ball out of, out of Joe Flacco's hands as, as much as possible, so you know, like, doesn't get you out of hand too quickly. But they're letting him throw 50, 50 times a game, and it worked really one time, really. So, and that was in a comeback win. Yeah. But Joe Flacco, you did come back down to earth, and he and he threw two picks. So, like, that's what you expect. That's what you should expect from him from Joe Flacco in 2022. Sorry. And for the rest of the offense, you did nothing really. You did nothing. You scored like twelve points, but it was but you had your quarterback was Joe Flacco, so I can really excuse that. And then defense, you did shit, but it's the deep. But you're going to one of the best offenses in the league, the Bengals. So I don't know, but you you could do a better job, really. Like, come on, the St- the Steelers, the Steelers and Cowboys did a good job. Like the Steelers, like deep, like in my opinion, the Steelers defense doesn't look like nearly the same as it did like a year ago or two. Like I, I think they could do a little bit better, but yeah, but that's how it is, really. You you lose to the Bengals badly, and that's what that's what happens, really. So it's good for the Bengals. Yeah, and then man, like also in the Jets' running game as well. Like I completely agree. You have Joe Flack on there. See what Brees Hall can do. See what Michael Carter has. But they just refuse to run the ball. And I, I don't get it at all. But yeah, anyway, let's move on. Our next game. Next game is the Titans against the Raiders. And the Titans squeaked by in this game 24 to 22. And in this game, Derek Carr, man. It, Derek Carr again. He hasn't played great this season. And, you know, he has his boy, Dante Adams, who. Uh, I mean, he only had 36 yards. He's been held in check the past two weeks. He had a touchdown again. He's had a touchdown in every game. But again, he just does not look like the Devontae Adams of old. But the game, the story in this game for the Raiders are the drops. Darren Waller had a huge couple of drops as well that were touchdowns. You know, Derek Hart threw good passes, but, you know, they were dropped by Waller. And then, you know, running the ball, Josh Jacobs had a pretty decent game. But, you know, they don't run the ball at all. You know, they don't utilize Josh Jacobs, even though they should. Mac Hollins, though, the former fucking Eagle, fucking balled out in this game. Eight receptions for 158 yards and a touchdown. He even threw a pass for fucking four yards. Great game from him. And then, of course, Hunter Renfro didn't play in this game because he's on concussion protocol. And then defensively, Max Crosby led in tackles. Like, he had a sack. You know, decent day because he held him scoreless in the second half. But, you know, giving up 17 in the quarter and then 24 in the first half, you know, not the best. But, again, you did hold him scoreless in the second half. Tannehill, it's a Ryan Tannehill game. You know, he plays all right. They gave the ball to Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry kind of looked like the Derrick Henry from last year. But, I mean, like, this is why I think Chubb's the best in the league. Like, 
I don't think Derrick Henry is the Derrick Henry of old. He's getting up there in age now for running backs. And then, you know, they were able to do everything right in the first half and then just couldn't do anything in the second half. Robert Woods had 85 yards. He had a pretty decent game. And then defensively, I mean, I'll give y'all credit. You hold Devontae Adams in check. You let Mac Hollins fucking kill you. And then Derek Carr played another bad game. But yeah, all around, decent game. Uh, I was expecting a lot more high scoring from two not the best defenses, but yeah, it's alright. Still got a decent game out of it. Almost got a comeback win from the Raiders, but maybe if those drops aren't by Waller, maybe the Raiders actually stand victorious in this game. So the Raiders, you know, like, so the Raiders are the only 0-3 team in the league. And I think what we're now realizing, like, this is not just a problem with the AFC, like, West, if I'm correct, because I keep forgetting the names. Like AFC um, West. Of the Raiders division? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is, like, like, this is the problem that I think we're, like, we're starting, we're, like, starting to realize with, like, the AFC West. Because, like, it might have the best talent on paper, but, like, the coaching is, is holding the teams back. Like, the only t- the only team that, like, the coaching is not holding them back is the Chiefs because they have Andy Reid and we all know how good he is. But, like, this is not, like this is the problem with, like, all the teams. Like, Brandon Staley, like, I think he's still like, a question mark to me. Like, I don't know. Like, he's still a question mark to me with the Chargers. And, and plus, like, I don't think he has, like, player safety. Either him or, like, the Chargers doctors, like, are, do not care about player safety because Jesus, Jesus Christ with how bad those injuries are. And they're, and they're laying a rib play with, with, like, like, with, like, rib cartilage. And he's throwing it for that much. Jesus, that's just not good. And then, like, for the Broncos, with Nathaniel Hackey, he can't manage time. He can't, like, this offense, they can't score. And, like, they can't do anything on offense, really. Like, not even run the ball. Like, that's that's kind of shocking because they have Javante and Melvin. And then for the Raiders, like, it's just, like, they have Josh McDaniels, which he which he developed, like, after Brady left, like, one of the most, like, pro- proficient, like, um, rushing, rushing offense in the league. But, like, they can't, like... They can't go with like they don't know what they want to be because like because like one game they, they would they would throw a lot to Devonte like like a lot and then one game they would try to run the ball they would try to run the ball to win and then another game they would try to spread the ball to win and then and then when you need Devonte the most he just doesn't throw it Derek Carr just doesn't throw to him I think like it's just like it's just like it's bad really like Josh McDaniels is like 5 and 30 in his last 20 in his last like games like really this is, this is not good but like the Raiders like are not like they don't know what they are yet I think that's the biggest reason why <laughs> they're own <only> 3 <laughs> but like yeah but <laughs> yeah the Raiders like they're just a bit disappointed right now and, and it's sad, really, because, like, Derek Carr, like, it's, he's looking the worst, he's looking, like, as worse as he did, like, in, like, 2017, it's just, like, not, not that good, really. It's just, like, disappointing, because, like, the, like, the readers have, like, they have talent, like, and, and, like, they have talent, it's just, it's just not, like, and they're, they're keeping up, too, like, like, they're doing, like, like they're keeping up like two as 
they're keeping up with their games like they're keeping it close but like they can't finish the game they can't they can't tie or finish off the game that's just, that that's all it comes down to it, it, it's just it, it's just really sad really but it's it's unfortunate like they could have won this game like they had the drive like they had the touchdown ready they just need the two point and car through a bad pass and it's just how it goes sometimes and like and you're coming off uh you're coming off of an electrifying play from matt collins who mosses that guy like, like that's the kind of play that that will like that that'll like bring an offense back back to life like that like that's what it means but like that's just playing but like like Titans, you you did you you did a good job because you beat the Raiders when you definitely needed to win. Tannehill, you did not do that good. Henry, like did okay, I guess. But, and like most of their offense did okay. Defense did pretty good, but yeah, like that's just disappointing from the Raiders. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the Titans. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. But anyway, I guess we will move on. Next. The Jaguars and the Chargers, man. Uh, so, yeah, this is one I locked as well. And, uh, yeah, it was wrong. Very, very wrong, actually. Uh, so, this game in the first quarter, it was scoreless. And then that's where the Jaguars just fucked over the Chargers. Trevor Lawrence is playing great this year, man. And I love to see it because I still have faith in Trevor after a, a fucking horrible rookie year. You know, the coaching fucking held him back. He had no weapons. And now, like, Christian Kirk, he had Zay Jones. You know, Mar- uh, Marvin Jones still there. And then you obviously have Robinson and ETN, who did great running the ball. Mostly James Robinson. But, yeah, I mean, that's all they had to do. You know, they had a very balanced offense in this game. And they scored a shit ton against the Chargers defense. Again, a lot of injuries. But still, like... When the Jaguars put up 38 on you, that's really bad. It's really, really bad. But yeah, Trevor balled out. James Robinson, even. Touchdown. ETN. They split carries between Robinson and ETN for, you know, whatever reason. Zay Jones had a really good game. Kirk had a touchdown. And then Marvin Jones as well. And then, you know, defensively, great. Great job from the Jaguars defense, who might be legit, man. I mean, they're they're doing great this year so far. And, you know, especially against the Chargers, who Justin Herbert did not play well on this game. And, yes, he was injured. He probably should not have played this game. But, as you refer to, John, Brandon Staley and the team doctors, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, man. Like... But yeah, they let Herbert go. He only got sacked once. But still, like, very big losses from Rashawn Slater is out for the year. So that's a big loss to them. And then Keenan Allen still isn't back yet. And then Jalen Guyton got hurt in this game. He's out for the year. Yeah, the Chargers are just very injury riddled right now. And then uh, Corey Lindsley, his center, still isn't back yet. They ran the ball a total of 12 times in this game. Robinson and ETN both had more carries than the Chargers did the whole game. Justin Herbert playing injured threw the ball 45 times, man. It's bad, man. Josh Palmer had a good game because he had that huge completion. 
But then, other than that, man, there's nothing to talk about for the Chargers. The defense was fucking awful in this game. Again, a lot of injuries. Joey Bosa is basically going to be out for the year almost. I think they expect him to be back, though. But, yeah, I mean, this is very bad for the Chargers, barring so many injuries. But still, 38 points to the I'm a little concerned for the Chargers right now. Like, for... Jacksonville had a pretty good game. Like, like I'm impressed by by, by the performance. Trevor Lawrence had a pretty good game, toasting that that, that Chargers defense. Who it is very injury riddled because JC Jackson did not play. Like, they had no JC Jackson. Like, Joey Bosa got hurt. I think was it during the game or before? During the game. During the game, and then Rashawn. I think during as well. If I'm correct. Slater got injured during the game. Guyton injured during the game. Yeah, just the Chargers are 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 just like how they were like three years ago. Just like just injured all hell, and they they had talent, but like they, they were just injured all to all hell. That's just really sad. But anyway, Trevor Lawrence had a pretty good game. Like the offense did did good as well. Like James Robinson, he's good. Like like offense did did amazing. Defense, he did splendidly. Like holding the Chargers to ten points, even though Justin Herbert like was a little bit of an asterisk because he 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 was injured and probably shouldn't have played, but he chose to play, or I guess or I guess the team said he could play and he chose to, but I don't know. But you, but defense, he did splendidly, he did amazing. Just a round of applause for for the Jaguars defense, who they which they spent a lot of money on, and it's looking worth it right now. <laughs> and for the Chargers, like Herbert, you, you should not have thrown, but you should you should not have played this game. But but Herbert's still that guy that makes those generational throws. Like Jesus, <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, he's that guy. Man. Yeah, I think like even if Herbert's like hurt, they should like try to establish a run more. Like, like they like they have Sony Michelle. Like at, at, at least like try to run. I mean Austin Eckler's there. He has five yards. I feel like they should try to run the ball more. In my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean they ran the ball twelve times. Travis Etienne. Had 13 carries, and now it's behind James Robinson. <laughs> yeah, but and then for the Chargers, like I don't want, I'm you know I'm just not gonna like I'm just not gonna talk about the Chargers' offensive rest because I'm like y'all know like they did terrible except for Josh Palmer, but like anyway, and then for the defense, you're injured all hell. Like one, the only good players left on that defense is Khalil Mack and Derwin James, <laughs> and. And um, that's probably it. That's probably it. And then like the good players, like obviously are still left are, and then you got the good players still. But it's just injured all hell. It's they're just injured. Like that's that's the reason why they got blown out. They're just injured. Like you you, you can't like you, you gotta have you gotta have depth. Like on your team, like you can't like that. Like you just can't have that. You just Chargers like always like let this happen. Like they have talent, but then like. Get injured and then they can't just and they can't recover from it. That's just that's how it goes. Like it, it happened during the Philip Rivers era and it's now happening with the Herbert era. Like starting now and it's and it's unfortunate really. Like I I don't know what's happening with, with like the Chargers. Like maybe they don't have like maybe like the Chargers don't have like um player safety at their best interest for like 
maybe they don't for some reason. Maybe like I don't know, but that, that's just not good for the Chargers. Not a good look for them. Also, Jaguars offensive line. Trevor Lawrence was sacked zero times. Great game from the Jaguars. Let's go to which was a week on Fox. The Packers and the Bucks. And the Packers won this game 14 to 12. Aaron Rodgers, he had a very bad interception, you know, and Rodgers already throwing two interceptions at this point of the year. I mean, it's actually shocking because Aaron Rodgers, we all know, doesn't throw interceptions. I mean, he only had like four last year and he has half that already. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers played an efficient game like how he did in the Bears game, you know. They let the ball run with Jones and Dylan. A little less, you know, Rodgers threw the ball a little more in this game. He only got sacked once, and now it's behind a still injured offensive line for the Packers. Even though David Bakhtiari finally made his debut after tearing his ACL two years ago. Yeah, Jones and Dylan, but they just couldn't get the run game going. You know, they were both held in check. And then... You know, the receivers that stepped up, Romeo Dobbs, man, 73 yards and a touchdown. Lazard had the other touchdown. It was really Romeo Dobbs that really stepped up for the Packers in this game. I mean, and that's all they had to do. They scored 14 in the first half looking good, and then the defense just helped them all the way back in the second half, you know? This was a battle of two great defenses here, and the Packers take this one against what I think is the best defense in the Bucks, And, you know, great game from the Packers' defense. Jones fumbled once, and then, you know, they were able to get that. Rashad Perriman fumbled twice. Rasul Gage fumbled once. And then Bucks, Tom Brady. I mean, I guess you could say this is his best game of the season so far, I guess. Like, he's actually throwing the ball more. They're not... You know, like, running the ball with Leonard Fournette as much, you know. And he did shit anyway. So, Rasul Gage, who turned into the number one receiver. Because, yes, all the receivers were out in this game. Mike Evans was suspended. Godwin's injured. And then they signed Cole Beasley, the former Cowboy. He had three receptions for 12 yards. Yeah, other than that, it was just Rasul Gage that had the good game. And then... Tampa's defense, he held Green Bay and that offense scoreless in the second half. But, you know, unfortunately, the offense couldn't do anything, and that's why he lost this game. But, yeah, I still believe the Bucks had the best defense in the league. And, you know, Logan Ryan with that interception again, very bad throw by Rodgers. But, yeah, uh, clearly not a game of the week because this game was, you know, bad to watch at some points. It was an all-defensive battle. Aaron Rodgers gets one up on Tom Brady right now. And what could have been this final matchup between these two legends? So, so yeah, like, I thought this was going to be my game of the week going into going into the game. And it was the game of the week if you like defense. Because, like, it... Like the Packers won with with only scoring fourteen, like that it's just an all out defensive battle, which is really shocking because like these are two legendary quarterbacks, like in Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, who are known for you know for their throwing really, for, for throwing the ball really good, and then 
and then they score, and then possibly in their final matchup ever, like they they don't even, they can't even score like seventeen points. That's just shocking. As it shows how good the defenses were in this game, and for Rogers, he, you know, I think he did he did decent in my opinion. I don't know, I don't know. They tried to run Packers like tried to run the ball, but it didn't work. Not like like with neither running back, like it didn't really work. Romeo Dobbs had a good game. Like the receivers, and other than him, the receivers are decent. Def- Packers defense did pretty did pretty well holding Tom Brady in check, but he's forty five, so I don't know how I don't know how good that that is. <laughs> and then for the Bucks side, Tom Brady, like he, uh, he it was uh, a decent, I guess, game. It was de- he had de- it was decent, but Brady can't do anything because like he has no receivers. It's, it's this this is literally like twenty nineteen. He had no receivers. Like Jesus Christ! Like all his top receivers are injured or or, or suspend like just are suspended. Like this is literally twenty nineteen Patriots right here. <laughs> kind of because yeah, that defense was insane that year as well. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but but as you know, they lost in the wild card. But, but we're not talking about that right now. But anyway, but but like the offense did okay. No, 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 they didn't. They, they did dog shit. Like Brady did okay, but he was probably their best their best performing offensive guy. Like on the team right now, like they tried to run the ball with Fournette, it didn't work. And Russell Gage had a good game, and then no one else really had anything of note. And then defense did pretty fucking good for the Bucks. But yeah, Packers win. Aaron Rodgers, congrats to you, man. Yeah, gets one up on Brady. So now we have a couple left. Let's go to the NFC West matchup. The other one on Fox: the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams win this game 20 to 12 over the Cardinals. Matthew Stafford didn't have to throw a lot in this game, and that's just solely because they didn't have the offense. I mean, the, they didn't have time of possession at all on offense. Like, the offense is barely on the field. I mean, it was only sacked one time, and that was by JJ Watt. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it was JJ Watt. So, great game from the from the Rams passing. Cam Akers actually looked pretty good in this game until he fumbled, because of course he fumbled. Cooper Cup had a rushing touchdown in this game and actually didn't do anything receiving-wise. He was only targeted six times, and he only caught four for 44 yards. But again, Stafford barely threw the ball because they were barely on offense. And then defensively, great job. Held the Cardinals to 12 points, scoreless in the first. You know, that's basically when they broke free. It was in the first quarter because they scored 10. The Cardinals were held scoreless. So, great job for the Rams defense, but we all know how great they are. You know, now over to the Cardinals. Kyler threw the ball a shit ton. He almost threw 60 times. So, he got sacked twice. They cannot run the ball at all with James Conner or Eno Benjamin. But Hollywood Brown... 14 reception for 140 yards. Really good game from Hollywood Brown. Again, it comes down to Kyler, and he just couldn't throw for a touchdown in this game, you know. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything at all. You know, it was just field goals, man. 
Matt Prater went four for four on field goals. They cannot get in the end zone. And this is really disappointing for the Cardinals. Like, Tyler fumbled as well. The defense, I'll give you, they held them to seven points in the second half, but they only scored six. So, I'm actually going to say they did bad because, yeah, they did. They couldn't do anything. The first quarter is what killed them. And, you know, the Cardinals just couldn't get in the end zone, like I said. So, all around, not good game for the Cardinals. And if you want to contend in this division, you need to prove that you can beat these juggernauts, especially the defending champs. And they could not do that this game, especially at home as well. <sighs> all right. So, the Rams coming off a win. Like, like coming off coming off of a scary close like win against the Falcons which Dylan Ramsey saved them but but yeah for the Rams for the Rams offense like for the time they they got on the field it was okay I guess like Stafford threw, threw for 25 but like he completed most of his passes it, 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 and almost had 300 yards and that's like that you know he did good I'll say he did good like the rushing did okay. It wasn't too. It wasn't too good. It wasn't. Too, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It wasn't too good. Like it was real decent, really. Receiving, like you didn't do too bad again, but not too good as well. Defense, you you did pretty good. You did pretty good holding the, holding the Cardinals to twelve, and, and having Kyler Murray throw somehow for fifty eight. Whoever thought of that idea. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like defense, you did pretty good. A round of applause for you. And then for the Cardinals side, like I don't, I don't know. Maybe Kyler Murray was playing Call of Duty. He thought he was playing some Call of Duty while, while playing football. Like maybe had some double XP. Like was double XP yeah, weekend. Football. Was <laughs> maybe that's why he threw for fifty eight. Probably. <laughs> like, I don't know. But Kylie threw almost sixty yards, and that—that's just a problem. That—that's that, just—that's just too much for him. Like, really, this is too much. And he—and he didn't have a good game. He didn't score a touchdown. Cardinals couldn't score at all. Like, rushing was not good. Hollywood Brown and Greg Do- and Greg Dorch like had had good games, but other than that, like. But for the but other than that for the offense, nothing really like nothing good besides the receiver but besides receiving. But it's just a really disappointing game, like considering that like they're coming off of a historic comeback again from the Raiders, but that's that's just that's just bad, really. And then then defense, you held the Rams to twenty points, so I guess you did okay. But for the Rams it was it was a, it was a sloppy win, but a win's a win, right? Yeah. Well, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Moving on with our final game until the primetime games. The Falcons and the Seahawks, man. Marcus Mariota only threw the ball 20 times. He didn't have to throw a lot at all. Had a touchdown and a pick. Got sacked three times. And actually, Mariota is 12th in the league in QBR. Fucking somehow. But Geno Smith's also 10th. So, I don't know. Like,. I mean, again, we're only three weeks in the season. But anyway, they just ran the ball in this game. Cordell Patterson had a fucking career game rushing. 17 carries for 141 yards and a touchdown. And then still even got his catch receiving as well. Kyle Pitts led him in catches and yards, but still does not have a touchdown. 
Drake London, though, had the, the touchdown in this game. Yeah, all the Falcons had to do was run the ball. The Seahawks' defense cannot stop the run. They cannot stop Cordell Patterson. Marcus Mariota, even though he fumbled twice, you know, they still came back and won this game. You know, great job from the Falcons. Defensively, um, you gave up 20 in the first half, but then you only gave up three in the second half. So I'll applaud you in the second half. Great job in the second half. Gino threw the ball 44 times. He actually had a pretty all right day. You know, pretty decent. Pretty good for Gino, I'll say that. Especially from last week where he was really bad. He got sacked twice. Rashad Penny is not looking as good as I thought he would. But, you know, they just don't run the ball a bunch. Even though they had 112 yards running the ball, you know, Gino is going to throw for 44 times. Don't agree with that. Tyler Lockett led him in receiving yards and receptions. DK at 64. He had a touchdown and Will Disley at the other. And then defensively for the Seahawks, I mean, you held him scoreless in the fourth quarter, brother. And, you know, you let him come back in this game while you were winning. And, you know, basically gave up the game. Shout out to Tariq Woolen, though, who had the interception in this game. So, I, so like, uh, the Falcons, you know, almost, like, coming off, like, you know, they won this game, but before this, they're, they're coming off of a, of a almost con- a heartbreaking loss to the Rams, you know, almost came back. Just Mario threw, threw about to Ramsey, but anyway. Uh, Mario did this game, and, like, he, he did pretty all right, actually. I'll say that, even though he had an interception, but I'll say he did pretty all right. Cordero Patterson went fucking off. Like Jesus Christ, that, that was that's probably the best I've ever seen Cordell Patterson in my life. Like amazing stuff from Cord- Cordell Patterson, and then for receiving Kyle Pitts, you know, did his thing. Then really nothing to up no really for the offense, which you did you did pretty good considering you're the Falcons. So I'll say that you did pretty good for if you're because you're the Falcons. And then for the defense, you didn't play like dog shit because you gave twenty three points to Gino, to Geno Smith. Like, come on, man. That's Geno Smith. And then for the Seahawks side, Geno Smith had a pretty, yeah, a pretty all right game as well. Like, I'll say that. And then rushing, nothing really to him. No receiving. Tyler Lockett led, led the team to receiving, but again, nothing was to him. No from receiving, really. And then for the defense, he did dog shit because he, he gave 27 to Marks Marietta. Come, like, come on. But this is this is I think it was like a kind of fun game to watch in my opinion. You know, uh, I don't know. Maybe if I'm maybe I'm wrong about that, but like I thought it was like kind of a fun game to watch. Like because it was like it wasn't a bad. It wasn't like it wasn't like a defensive battle where like it was just bad teams just not willing to win. It seemed like both teams want like both teams wanted to win. They fought hard, and the Falcons came to win at the end, at the end of the day, and pretty good, pretty good win for them. Yeah. Uh, that's it for the Sunday daytime games. Now for Sunday night, oh which, holy fuck, this is the worst Sunday night football game I've ever seen in recent memory. That I can think off the top of my head, this was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. The 49ers went to the Maha City and to take on the Broncos. The Broncos won this game 11-10. to and I'm pretty sure, like Mike Tirico said, that this is the se- uh, sorry the second official game that has ended with an 11 to 10 scoreline. So there you go. There's fucking 
history in that game. Yeah, anyway, let's talk about it. The 49ers, man, it was Jimmy's first game starting for them this season, and he was fucking awful, man. (laughs) I locked this game as well, and uh, I locked for the 49ers to win, and if you didn't act like a fucking dumbass and pull a Dan Orlovsky in the fucking end zone for a safety, the Niners would have won this game. But anyway, he got sacked four times. Jimmy looked fucking awful. You know, they didn't even stick to the run. Like, that's the thing. Like, the Broncos had the ball significantly more time, but, like, Jeff Wilson only ran 12 times. And he actually did decently while he ran the ball. Debo led him in yards, and then Ayuk had the one touchdown that they scored in the, in the first quarter. And that was fucking it. There were no touchdowns besides that. And, oh, I'm sorry, the Melvin Gordon one, of course. But, you know, for the 49ers, nothing of all to know. Like, Kittle, this is his first game back. Horrible. Garoppolo fumbled, lost it. Jeff Wilson fumbled and lost it. Ray Ray McLeod fumbled, but they got that back. And, you know, the Niners defense, that's the one thing of note. Like, we all know how good the 49ers defense is. Holding the Broncos to 11 points, really only nine because the fucking retard that is Jimmy Garoppolo. So, <laughs> and the fucking end zone. Yeah, anyway, great job of the 49ers defense. And we know how great they are, though. And now, the Broncos. I'm nervous for Russell Wilson, dude. He got a fucking bag in the offseason, and he's looked bad this year. Like, no touchdowns, no picks, but he got sacked four times. Very inefficient game from Russell Wilson. We're not used to seeing that at all from him. You know, Melvin Gordon fumbled twice in this game. Corlin Sutton, of course, had his good game because, you know, that's Russ's favorite target. That's where he's always looking. You know, Javante Williams couldn't get anything running. Melvin Gordon couldn't get anything running, even though he had a touchdown. But yeah, I mean, this is just a sloppy game from the Broncos. Like, they had to punt, I think, I want to say it's like eight or nine times in this game. It was so bad. The fans were booing them as they should. Disgraceful. But again, a defensive showing. Shout out to the Broncos defense for holding... The 49ers to only 10 points, even though Garoppolo was their fucking quarterback, and how bad the 49ers offense looked in this game. Because they cannot run the ball at all or do anything. This game was so abysmal to watch, and I'm so sorry if you watched this game like how we did. I mean, like, yeah, it was like miserable. Like, honestly, like, Probably, like honestly, pro- like I would honestly rather watch like the fucking Bachelor than watch this game. To be honest, like <laughs> it is that bad. Like Garoppolo, like did, like did, he did fucking dog shit, and then he pulled a fucking Darren Lowski in it, and like ran out of the end zone, and, and like had a safety out of the end zone because like, he's a fucking retard. Like Jesus Christ, like oh my god, that was so bad. Like how do you run out of the end zone? When you're when you're like at your own one yard line, like and it's a safety, like how do you do that? Like, do you, 
like it, it just like it just doesn't make sense on why and why you would do that. It just really doesn't make sense. And that's the reason. And that's I think that's the reason why the Broncos won the game. Really, it is the safety. <laughs> like Jesus, like just come on. And the Four Arrows offense, like you don't even deserve to be talking about your defense. You're fucking amazing. Like good job, like good job for you guys. But for the fucking Broncos, Russell Wilson, you play like dog shit. Like I know, I don't, you know, you know, I don't give a shit if it's like if it's early in the season because this is fucking bad. Russell Wilson is fucking washed. Cool. Like, take like on the that. sports season podcast. <laughs> like come, like he's looking fucking washed right now. Like Jesus Christ. Like I was willing to excuse like last year's performance because like you know maybe they rushed him. Maybe they because they maybe they rushed him a bit early. But no, maybe he is fucking washed right now. Maybe he's washed. And the Broncos like can't do shit on offense. They can't fucking run. And they can't fucking pass except for except when it's a corn sun. The only thing that's to keep them in the games is their fucking defense, because their fucking defense is amazing. But like Jesus Christ, like, like, like fucking Nathaniel Hackett. Like honestly, he's like the one of the worst head coaches in, is one of the worst head coaches in the league. I don't care if it's three games in, he's he's looking fucking terrible. Like Jesus Christ, like you pay Russell Wilson this fucking much. For him to only throw 184 yards, not to get any, not to get any stat or anything, like not to get anything, like you should be, like, like you, even though the Broncos are two and one, and right now are tied with, are tied with the Chiefs, I think, if I'm correct. Yeah, they're tied for first place. They're, they're, yeah. t- they're tied. They're playing like the worst team in the league. Like the rate, I like literally the Raiders are playing better, and they're 0 three. Like Jesus, you should be ashamed of yourself, Broncos. Like, like who are the? F- I forgot who the GM is. Like Jesus Christ. Fucking like Elway. Yeah, fucking like John Elway should be ashamed of himself. Really. Dude, this is so bad. And now, oh no, I'm sorry. It's not Elway. It's George Patton. My bad. I'm sorry. But yeah. Anyway. Um. Uh, Dude, yeah, this is so bad, man. And then Russell Wilson's now the second highest paid quarterback in the league. That is looking like such a fucking mistake. They gave up three first round picks for him, looking like a mistake. But yet they're still tied for first place in the division. But anyway, off that rant from us, we're going week three, Monday night football in MetLife. It was the Dallas Cowboys taking on the undefeated at the time, New York Giants. They're two and zero, and the Cowboys, led by Cooper Rush, won the fucking game and beat the undefeated Giants, twenty-three to sixteen. Cooper Rush played another great game as well. Again, another fucking great game from Cooper Rush. He's three and zero as a starter in the league. And has balled out in the games that he's played in. And, you know, in this game, he got help from Zeke and Tony Pollard. Zeke actually looked pretty damn good running the ball, especially whenever he scored that touchdown. And then Tony Pollard, they actually fucking gave him the ball. Thank you. And he went over 100 yards. Look what he fucking happens whenever you give Tony Pollard the fucking ball. He did outstanding. They ran for 176 total yards in this game. CD Lamb led the team in receptions and yards. And he had that fucking beautiful one-handed touchdown catch. He had a drop that I think I could have fucking caught. 
I don't get how he dropped that shit, but he fucking made up for it by that one-handed touchdown. And Noah Brown, another good game from him as well. Other than that, that's it for the fucking Cowboys receivers because they're bad. Down to the defense. Cowboys have a top five defense in the league, man. The Cowboys have a top five defense, and that's fast, dude. Donovan Wilson led him in tackles. He played a fucking amazing game in this one. Trayvon Diggs fucking locking up your best receiver. He's played fucking great this year. Micah Parsons, he was still able to get a lot of fucking QB hits and pressures. Even though it's Demarcus Lawrence who fucking balled out against their rookie tackle, Evan Neal. It was Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence just fucking destroying and killing them all game. Tank had three sacks, I mean, in the first three quarters, and then he got injured, unfortunately, but he did come back. And then, just great fucking job by the Cowboys defense, man. Great fucking job all around. Trayvon Diggs got his first interception at the end as well. And then now, it's time to talk about the Giants, man. The Giants, Daniel Jones, you fucking suck. You fucking suck in prime time. He's 0-9 as a primetime fucking quarterback. Yeah, fun. He's now 0-9. And Saquon Barkley, why this game was close. That is the sole fucking reason, because he had that 36-yard touchdown. That was a fucking beautiful run, I'll admit. It was a beautiful run by Saquon Barkley. He had 81 yards for a touchdown in this game. Daniel Jones running the ball as well. That's all he can fucking do because he can't throw. He ran for like six first downs. And, you know, that's all he can fucking do is run. And Sterling Shepard unfortunately got hurt in this game. He's now out for the year, which fucking sucks. I like praise up to him. But other than that, the Giants receivers, you fucking suck. Kenny Galladay. Zero fucking yards, zero receptions. I'm saying this right now. Here's another fucking hot take on the sports team podcast. Kenny Galladay is the worst receiver in the league. Yeah, he is the fucking worst receiver in the league. Worse than fucking Jalen Rager and fucking all those other guys. So you're saying Jay Harris like a white side's better? Yes, but he's a tight end. Look, come on, like. No, I'm 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 so serious. Kenny Galladay is shit. Like, he gets paid to fucking catch the ball, and he can't catch the ball. He had a fucking couple drops as well. The defense for the Giants, bad. Like, no. Like, (laughs) you held the Cowboys to six points in the first half. That's it. And then you got fucking shit on in the second half. Just a great job by the Cowboys offense in the second half. Defensively for the Giants, you just played bad. You know, Cooper Rush fucking beat you. And Dallas was able to fucking run the ball the whole game. Graham Gano had a fucking field goal that was blocked as well. So it's a great game from the Cowboys. They are now 2-1, 3-0. Cooper rushes as a starter and 2-0 with him as a starter for this year. And now they go play Washington for another divisional game next week. So, yeah, the Cowboys get coming off of, of, of a good win against Cincinnati. And they're feeling confident in themselves. And, and they go into bad life. And they beat the Giants in a, in a close game, probably closer than it should have been. But, but hey, that's how, it, that's how it goes sometimes, right? Um, dude, they didn't have that Saquon touchdown. It would have been a blowout. Cooper Rush, you played decent. I'll say you played. It was, it was a Jimmy Garoppolo-like performance. like. <laughs> 
like, oh, bro, like, I'm, I'm being completely honest. Like, I'm not trying to be biased right here. Like, watching Cooper Rush play is like watching, like, like Jimmy Garoppolo, like, like, in 2019 and 2020. Like, 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 like those years. Like, it was basically just like watching that. Dallas, Dallas rushing, you did pretty fucking good. I'll, I'll say that. Like, you did pretty, you pressed me a lot. Zeke did not, like, eat his way out of the league, surprisingly, still. But, like, <laughs> But like yeah, Dallas rushing did pretty good. Like CD Lamb, he had that amazing catch for the touchdown that put them in the lead. That that was, that was a good play by, by CD Lamb. And and then for the defense, he did yeah yeah well. Besides your defensive line and Trayvon, the rest you did shit. But Donovan uh, Wilson, <laughs> fucking incredible. Okay, sorry. I thought sorry. I thought I saw something, but anyway. But anyway, but for the Giants side, Daniel Jones did dog shit. You did you did dog shit, but but you somehow still almost kept. But but you're still somehow almost in the game. So yeah, that's impressive for you. And then Saquon had a pretty good game, and then Daniel Jones rushing the ball was pretty good as well. Receiving was nothing of note, really. Nothing fucking of note. And then, and then for Giants defense, nothing really of note as well. Giants like did not play like they didn't play good enough to, to be in the game, but they were in the game somehow. Like like the Cowboys looked like the better team anyway. I, like like from from the start, and they were somehow in the game. They were they were like down ten at halftime somehow, and then and then they came back. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. That was it for week three, man. Week three is now over. God, we're flying through this fucking season, man. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for our week four predictions. We're going to give you some locks again, like last week. Uh, last week was not the best start for us, not going to lie. Uh, so, yeah. Hopefully this week can be better for us. And we're starting out on Thursday night, which should be an entertaining game in which the Dolphins are actually not favored. The Bengals are actually favored in this game. But yeah, it's the Dolphins against the Bengals in Cincinnati. And I'm actually going to take the Bengals. I actually think the Bengals are going to win this game. Yep, I'm also going to take the Bengals too. I'm not locking nothing for that, but yeah, I think the Bengals will win. Next up, we had the Commanders and the Cowboys. I bet against the Cowboys, and you know, I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to say the Cowboys win this game. I'm going to say the the Cowboys as well. (laughs) I don't know. So we have our first international game, which will take place in London. The Vikings, and I'm going to take the Vikings in this one. I'm gonna take the Vikings too, but I don't. I don't know. I think. I think that game's a toss-up. Uh, next, the Browns and the Falcons in Atlanta. Um, uh, I'm gonna go the Browns. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I was thinking about using a lock, but I'm not. I'm gonna go with the Browns as well. But yeah. Next up, we have the Seahawks and the Lions. And 
Oh, I'm thinking about using man. Uh, but I'm, I won't. Uh, I'm gonna take the Lions on this one. I'm gonna take the Lions as well. And next up, a AFC South matchup: the Titans against the Colts. And I'm gonna take the Colts. I'm gonna take the Titans. Alright. Next up, we have what should be an entertaining game between the Bears and the Giants. Uh, that was a fucking lie, by the way. Um, I'm gonna take the Giants. So, uh, you know what? I, you know, since I, since I want to disagree with you, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Bears. Hey, Fields can fucking throw from more than ten passes completed. Yeah. Next up, the Jaguars against the Eagles, and I'm gonna pick the Eagles. I'm going to pick the Eagles, and I'm going to use my first lock. Another lock on the Eagles back-to-back weeks. Next up, the Jets against the Steelers. Wow, this is actually a hard game. Uh, Zach Wilson should be back for this game. Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers, though. I'm going to go with the Steelers as well. Next up, we should... Probably this is the game of the week. The Bills against the Ravens, man. This should be a fucking entertaining game. And, you know, in Baltimore. Ah, wow, that is fucking difficult. I'm going to take the Bills, though. Um. Um. Actually, fucking scratch that. I forgot the Bills are so injured. I'm I'm gonna pick the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Bills because I on, on, outside Lamar, they'll probably be 0-3 right now. <sighs> All right. Next up, Chargers and the Texans. This is where I will use my first lock here, and I will pick the Chargers in this game over the Texans. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock up the Tetanumkin. I'm I'm gonna the Chargers too, but I'm not gonna lock it up. Uh, next up, we have the three o'clock games: the Cardinals and the Panthers. Wow, this should be a shit show. The Panthers are fucking favored. Okay, I'm gonna pick the Cardinals though. So. I'm gonna lock up the Cardinals. Alright, locking the Cardinals. Next, and I'm gonna need a second lock on this. Packers. I'm going to lock the Packers into beating the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Packers as well. For our final three games, first, the Broncos against the Raiders. I'm not... <laughs> okay. I'm fucking picking the Raiders again for another week. I think they finally win. I'm going to... Yeah, I, was, I was thinking about using a lock, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Uh, and then Sunday Night Football, which may not even be played in fucking Tampa. We don't know. The Chiefs and the Buccaneers, man, should be at least fucking better than last week's fucking primetime game for Sunday night. Um, but I will take the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. And then Monday Night in San Fran. So it looks like I'm only using two locks for this week. Um, 
I will, though, take the Rams over the Niners. I'm going to lock the Rams. So you have three again, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so two, and you locked three. All right, man, that's week four locks and predictions from us. So next up, we still have a bit of time. So I know you wanted to talk about something. So uh, go ahead. So, yeah. So, okay. So a UFC legend has has officially called it quits. And this is the thing that we that we hinted at because like, well, like we didn't hint at it, but like we, it was a rumor because like it was like talked about, but it was a, a he a, like a coach said no, he he isn't retiring. And then his opponent said yes, he is retiring. So, but it did come official. Jose Auto Jr. like ha, has officially called it quits. He's retiring as an MMA fighter and got released from the UFC. Like. Jose Auto is the greatest by the way of all time. I don't, I don't care. Like it's not Volkanovski, it's not Max Holloway, it's not. It's not all those people. Like it's having seven tile defenses and and having like tw- I think twenty straight wins. If I'm correct. They had a massive win streak going in from I think 2007 from 2013. And that loss was actually. And then that loss was ultimately to, Con- to Conor McGregor, which. Unfortunately, that's literally what he's gonna be known for now. He's literally only like outside of like the, only to the casuals. Like he's literally only gonna be known as the guy that got knocked out by Conor McGregor in 13 seconds, which is sad because like that's not because like that's how he that that's how like he shouldn't be remembered as that because he's a legend in in the sport and like and one of the greatest fighters of all time in my opinion. And it's just really sad to see the King of Rio go, go out, go out on 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 such a boring fight and a loss. But that's how it goes sometimes. And and he's de- and he's definitely gonna get fun the in the UFC Hall of Fame. So he was on a 19 fight win streak from 2006 to 2014. Yep, and he, yep, and he's only gonna be known as the guy that got knocked out by Conor McGregor in 13 seconds. Okay. He has let's see, um, 15 or 14 straight title fights from 2009 yeah. all the way to 2017. Yeah, from the WC, like he has he has the most title defenses in featherweight history with seven. Great career for him, man. Yeah, but UFC Hall of Famer, greatest featherweight of all time, and I think a top five fighter in all, of all time, in my opinion. Just sad to see the King of Rio go, especially since uh, there's going to be a card in January in Rio, and I thought he's going to cut. And I thought since he fought in August, he's probably going to want to find that card, but he's retiring, so we're not going to see. We're not going to see the King of Rio, I guess, retire in Rio. So that's that's kind of a bummer, but that that's still that's still. It's a sad retirement, but one of the, but he's definitely gonna get spot in the UFC Hall of Fame. I hear. Man, that you want to talk about? Yeah, really. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, yes, I'll highlight Aaron Judge is fucking tied 
<laughs> the home run record in the American League. One more and he will have the fucking record. This fucking history that we're seeing, man, from Aaron Judge. He's tied Maris' home run record from a former Yankee and Maris to the Yankee Aaron Judge for right now. Because I still think he's going to leave in the offseason. But yeah, like, I just wanted to highlight that about Aaron Judge. That we're seeing fucking history right now from him. And then, were we going to talk about anything else or is that it? Um, we can go into the NBA stuff if you want. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. We can, like, briefly, we can, like, briefly talk about it, but yeah. Alright, I guess we'll start off first with the Ime Udoka stuff. So, if you don't know already, Ime Udoka has been suspended for the entire season for having a relationship in the Celtics organization that was consensual and all that stuff, you know. I don't personally know all the full details, so you can't ask me for, like, the details on everything because I don't know everything with it. Like, I, I really don't know. I just know that, like, he was in a relationship and it's against the Celtics policy. And they have suspended him for the entire season. I mean, like, I don't know. It's funny to think about, like, but, like, in all seriousness, like, well, it it sucks for him. Because, like, you know, Celtics were coming off of a finals appearance. You know, they got got beat by the Warriors, but still a good season. Where, at one point, they were 10th in the league. But you may coach them back up to the playoffs and into the finals, but, like, that's just unfortunate for the Celtics, and is this gonna? And it makes you wonder, like, how much, how much of that's gonna hurt them during the season. Like, I, like, it's just really unfortunate for them. I don't think, like, I don't, like, uh, stuff like this doesn't really come out really that much. So, like, I don't know if, like, like, I don't think we have any history to go off of, like, any precedents. So, like, I don't think, like we can judge on, like, how much is, like, too much, or if it's, like, too little or something, but I don't know. Like, like, the, the, maybe, like, the whole season a little bit, a little bit too much, in my opinion, but I don't, I don't know if that's too much, if that's generally too much, or just not, or just not enough, probably, but, like, I don't know. That's just unfortunate for them. So, the owner for the Celtics, my fucking try and pronounce his name, said the organization's decision to suspend Udoka for the entire season came after an investigation by an independent law firm uncovered multiple violations. So, we don't know everything. Like, everyone was so quick to form an opinion, though, dude. It was it pissed me off, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like, people were so fucking quick to form an opinion and shit. But we don't know what fucking happened. <laughs> like, I we still don't know, man. And you know, we may or may not ever come out of what actually he did. So, and we just don't know. I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, it's like uh, it probably won't ever come out, really, because like. It, I don't know. It's like, like it's private, like stuff that probably shouldn't like come out to the public of like what he did. But like, I don't, I don't know. 
it's just crazy stuff like we don't see this stuff happen it's not like this is not like a situation that happens like every day like that we hear like we hear like we hear coaches getting fired we hear like we hear beefs with players and coaches we hear like all we hear trades injuries but we don't hear this like we don't hear this ever so this is like kind of weird but like yeah I think that's all we got to say about it, and if we have anything else to talk about, I think, I don't know if we do. Yeah, I guess we can talk about the Robert Sarver, so, just real quick. But yeah, Robert Sarver has officially put up the Phoenix Suns for sale after allegations of racism and misogyny. So yeah, very serious allegations and all that towards Robert Sarver, and he's now selling the team and he's gonna get a bag for it they're saying around probably like two billion for it and apparently like Draymond Green repeatedly heard him say the n-word you know a bunch of times so uh, you know very very serious right here I mean like I don't know because like well like you definitely like should be selling the team how and, like, with how, like, this is probably worse than, like, what previous Clippers owner Donald Don Sterling, like, this is probably worse than, than what he did or said, really. And, like, he, he got, he got, and we all know what happened to him. He got banned, he got banned from the NBA. He got, he had to sell the team. The league forced him to. And I don't think the league told him to, to sell the team. I think he sold both teams, like, the WMG, the WMU team, Phoenix, the Phoenix Mer- Mercury, which... Which, uh, yeah, I don't know, so I'm not gonna say anything. But, <laughs> but, and then the Phoenix Suns, which they are coming off of a disappointing season. But they were the best team in basketball last year in the regular season. Yeah, but, but yeah, early, early in the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So the uh, the co-owner uh, said the level of misogyny and racism is beyond the pale. It's embarrassing as an owner. So yeah, he is now selling the team. There are very serious allegations. You can go look them up and read them on your own time. But yeah, you know, just a lot of stuff coming out in the NBA right now, which is getting ready to start in like three weeks' time. I mean, like... The league like like gave him like basically the the league basically forced him like they they suspended him and fined him ten million dollars which is which for him is like ten dollars yeah so it's literally nothing for him but like um, yeah I like I don't like it's just uh, um <laughs> it, I don't know if you if you want a more detailed like if you want a more like detailed like read on it go look at the ESP, like the articles at ESPN Pub the great reads very very detailed on, on what happened so go read them they're good mm-hmm. so I think that's the end right if I'm correct uh, yeah so I, I have yeah yeah so it's the end of the podcast where we'll be back Wednesday again. We'll be back Wednesday to talk about NF- yeah, the, the, yeah, just stuff. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I'm John, and I'm Adam. This is Sports Season Podcast signing off.